Tom Bernard show with Alex yeah. yeah. Bernard Rasmussen, Mike Bellina, Andy Brant Bernard, Mike Bryant, Chris Egger, our special guest Chris Egger, <laughs> and Michael Bryant talking over everybody else's intro. Way to go, Mike! I was talking about Mike parking, Bryant. which is always a big issue which is here. A huge. I found a place right in front today. Well, hey, if you can park in handicap parking, it's probably better, right? I, is is there, there even? There you go. There's so much handicap parking here, so you're yeah. good to go. Yeah, there's a ton of handicap. There used to only be two spots, and now there's like eight. It's spots. like a block yeah. away, though, and on one of those things. Yeah, that's still, I felt like I was yeah, running a that's mile. Still yeah. pretty good for this area, I would say. Usually Usually, usually it's at least a block and a half, two blocks. I pulled up to the building, and someone was leaving right in front. Oh, God. It was magical. (laughs) We'll be right back, Tom Bernard. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional bodywork costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 12 drummers drumming. Eleven lords a-leapin', ten ladies dancing, nine pipers piping. This is a weird register for Eight Sinatra. Eight maids a-milkin'. Oh, it's not Sinatra? No. Six geese oh, a-layin'. That's why. Calling birds, three French. Marlene is apparently going to make us listen to the entire 12. <laughs> yeah. And a You're unbelievable. And <laughs> I mean, he's obviously doing Sinatra there. Yes. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Eggert with us. When are you going back to work, man? I don't know. I'm laying around long <laughs> enough now. What are you doing? Get back to work. I am. Uh, I'm bored, but I can't. Do, like I do. Uh, if I'm out for like an hour, an hour and a half, I'm wiped. 
So I don't feel like I can go back to work yet. Yeah, I understand. I'm going to milk it as long as I can. Stabilize your muscles. Once you get those developed, it's, uh, <laughs> right? it's all you need. Right? I mean, uh, they told me to take as long as I need, so I, I will. So <laughs> you yeah, said I'll see you in 30 years. Not that waking up at 2 in the morning isn't a lovely experience. Yeah, believe me. You, I know you know. Well, yeah. I know you know. I know you know. <laughs> Honest to God. So you'll just go back on your own timetable, which is a good thing, which I think yeah, that's nice. the Hubbard family is very good about stuff. They've like been great. I mean, they I can't are. believe they uh, I've taken FMLA and they don't technically. What is drug? Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> it is really good, too. If you take two of them and a Vicodin, you are, you are rolling. You're good to go. Um, okay. uh, so the Family Medical Leave Act or whatever it is, and they don't have to pay you. When you take that time, but they oh. are. Oh yeah, which the, is the, great. The, 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 so. I remember we were talking about the, F, the FMLA thing. It's like new as of last year yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what Dan has to take for paternity leave because they don't offer paternity FMLA. leave. FMLA. Yeah. And you don't have to get paid. So yeah. the fact right. that they're paying me, it's great. Nice. They're being paid? they're being great about it. Mm. As as Very take great two about weeks. it. I'm gonna make him take longer than that. Well, not if he's not making any money. I'd rather have him not make money and be home with our child. And I have a toddler running around too. So oh, yeah, bop, bop. that's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> bop bop. She calls me bop bop. Oh, you. <laughs> oh, F- that's your name. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> FYI, we were reading the Berenstein Bears Christmas book, and every time Papa Bear was in on a page, bop bop. Mm. She thinks I'm a she Papa Bear. That you're Papa Berenstein Bear, and you really have a lot in common, I guess. That's right, Drew. Bop bop. But there's a seagull, or no, a pelican in one book that every single time she sees the pelican, Mama. I'm like a pelican. A pelican is you, Mama. Berenstein Bears. Uh, I'm a kind of an aficionado with, with when we had our little kids. We don't do that anymore. They're ten and twelve. Oh yeah. But Papa Bear is like old school grump. Yeah. Like he is. So she's got me nailed. I was going to say, well, she knows. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying there's some uh, similarities. I'm just saying, yeah. Grumpy Tom. <laughs> I love the, I love Papa Bear. Oh, yeah. He's like, that's the way it should be. Yeah. You know, you got a lot of good people over uh, over Channel 5 as well. Um, I run into Leah once in a while because mm-hmm. her parents live in my neighborhood. Okay. And she, I, well, she's been so pleasant always. Super nice. Just really, really nice person. But I think most of the people over there uh, at least the ones that I've met tend to be. It's the ego-less TV station I've ever worked for. I would. And I think I, I've, I, I I've, agree with that. I've worked for probably six in the last 22, 23 years. And I would say Channel 5 is, you know, you got a bunch of people who are very talented, but uh, not a lot of ego at all, which is fantastic. No, I think that is it's true. the way it should be. I think it's absolutely <laughs> It was kind of funny because I... She was apparently visiting her parents, and she was out for a run one day, and I was out walking. Uh-huh. This is about three, four months ago, longer than that, whatever. And so she's running, and I got, I said, God, it looks like Leah. And so she got to me and said, hey, Leah, how are you? And she's kind of like, she said, oh, hey, Tom, how are you? And she was kind of reluctant to talk to me. I realized just the day before that they had announced on Channel 5 that I was being sued. Oh, no. <laughs> she's like, I said, Lee, I, you know, I, I don't really blame that on you. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't worry about that. I, I understand right. that you don't pick the story. Right. But she was like, don't oh, kill I'm, the messenger. Oh, right. I'm sorry they, they did that. I was like, no, I don't worry about it. I get, it's every, you get sued a lot. I get sued a lot. <laughs> He's used to it. I do. I get sued a lot. That's ah, just nothing. Yeah. No big deal. Well, at what? this point, it's true. Right? I yeah. was supposed to have a deposition yesterday to cancel it at the last minute. I, oh, really? I love that. Oh, that's nice. I blame it on Michael Bryant. It's well, his that's fault. a good reason to blame me. <laughs> 
<laughs> like none. All how's, right. your, how's your Facebook feed doing there, uh, by the way? Nothing? Too many things coming oh, out okay. of the other ones. Because <laughs> I'm still working. <laughs> you are working. It's true. Michael does a lot of great work with, uh, was it Jeff Anderson? Is that his name? Yep. Yeah, Jeff Anderson. Yeah, it's, we do a lot of Survivor stuff. And yep. still yep. doing a lot of Survivor stuff. I don't know Jeff at all. No doubt about it. Yep. Well, it's kind of interesting, actually, that I've never met Jeff, but I never have. Yeah. Might, uh, I don't know. He's been interviewed, but not by you. He got interviewed by Bob, and he got interviewed by Ron. So, but now, I don't know he why. He hasn't I... been here to get interviewed. We should bring him in. Maybe I grew up Catholic, so I was too no, close to him. No, was... You guys are downtown St. <laughs> Paul, right? He is. Yeah, okay, he is. Yeah. I'm St. Cloud. Oh, and, you are? Okay. Uh, and then I have an office in Golden Valley. Okay, I interviewed a different attorney um, from Jeff Anderson in downtown. Mike um, Finnegan. Is that who it yeah, was? Probably Mike Finnegan. Uh, and I was like, "Holy crap! This building is amazing." Oh, that building's amazing, and they're redoing that building. So it's, that building's this, even going to be more By the way, amazing. this building's amazing too. But it is I was a great like, building. I was like, uh, I was like awestruck looking around the building the whole time. Oh yeah, we're here to talk about um, <laughs> sexual abuse in and the all Catholic yeah, Church. Yeah, but man, this is a cool place. <laughs> and all the stuff that Jeff has in there, like he has confessionals in there. Right? What is with the confessionals? It's just different stuff he's picked up over time. Lawyers are weird. Yeah, lawyers can't be. I'm weird. sorry. You're oh, yeah, we're the only group. In the world is weird. That's a great point. That is a great point. Radio people are right down the middle. All right, Chris, we got to start at the beginning. Yes. What this? First of all, we talked about the fact that you and another woman in your business both lost your lower leg at almost the exact same time. Oh yeah. yeah. What? what? Oh, you didn't hear about that? No. Isn't that amazing? What? So it's Courtney Godfrey from over right. at um, Channel 9. Okay. And she lost hers in September, so she's a couple months ahead couple of me. Months. It was a boating uh, accident? It was a boating yeah. accident. Yeah. And um, we've got we've actually gotten together since all this happened a couple times now oh, and okay. hung out and kind of, you know, she's a couple months ahead of me, so it's nice to sort of know, what, That's you true. know what's next yep. in the process. Uh, a little bit different situation, though, because, I mean, hers was an accident, she didn't really have a choice in the matter. Right. Mm. And um, the doctors advised her that if she wanted to have any kind of function left in her leg, um, that she should do a below what they call the BKA, so a below knee amputation. Mm. And that gives the prosthetic the ability to work, mm -hmm. um, you know, to the best of um, you know the best function it can do, so it can do everything. She can run again. She'll be able to essentially do everything that she's ever done before. Um, my situation is different because I had had a, a, a long-term struggle with my left foot that started like, you know, 30 years ago Really, and it sort of got fast tracked within since August and I've been fighting an infection since August infection just wouldn't go away. wouldn't go away. We did three different surgeries and I was wearing a wound pump. Which is disgusting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Get wearing this pus. disgusting pump yeah. thing, <laughs> like 24 seven. Try try making a move on your wife when you got a <laughs> got pus running like, off your leg. Pus, oh, pus pump on your leg. <laughs> but she hung in there. She did. She she's did. A, she's, a, she, she's a battler. She loves me. I don't know why. Um, and the and I had an artificial joint. Also in my ankle, in your ankle I yeah. had an ankle total ankle replacement a couple of years ago, and apparently, if infection gets anywhere close to yeah, that's not artificial good. joint, artificial joints oh, got to yeah, come yeah. out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the options were to try to fix it, 
<laughs> not good. So one of the options was take the artificial joint out, put some like block of plastic in there, and sew you up and give you a pick line and basically have you administer your own antibiotics for eight weeks Ugh. while you're not doing anything and your foot doesn't work at all. Yeah. Um, and then if, if the infection leaves, they could take a cadaver bone, try to put it in because they can't put another artificial joint in on an ankle. You get one right. and that's it. So mm-hmm. okay. one shot deal. Uh, put a rod up there and try to get it to come together and basically fuse your ankle. Oh, and it might not work. Yeah, fusing oh, ankle yeah. fusion yeah. is not. And if it doesn't work, then you're back at amputation anyway. Yep. Yeah. And the other idea was if they could keep keep working on getting. I had an open wound. This is so gross. <laughs> I had an, I had an open wound on my inside of my left ankle since August, like nonstop. Oh, really? That's why I had to have the. The did lovely that, wound back on. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, it hurt. I couldn't walk on it. I, you know, so the other option was to try to keep fighting the infection for as long as they can, see if they could get it to a point where they could do a skin graft and take, a, take about a, you know, seven by two foot um, or two inch chunk of out of my forearm and then, by the look of it that did not happen no, no. Mm. and then take that and put it over where the wound mm. was okay and if that and, and if that takes yeah but the ankle still wouldn't work yeah. so i was like you know what yeah let's just let's just get rid of it so yeah. what, start, it. what started it? um well i i had a I don't know if it's a bit of an abnormality, but my left ankle tilted out okay. just a little bit. Um, and I was a active kid. I think I remember hurting it really bad the first time when I was about sixth grade. My stepdad was a big basketball coach over in South Dakota where I grew up. And we were at one of his basketball tournaments. And I got hurt jumping down the bleachers at the mm. tournament. So we ended up in the emergency room. And it kind of just went that way. Um, on through growing up, I played... Uh, high school basketball. I played college basketball. I also ran track in high school. Um, so I was beating it up the whole time. Right. And then when I got done playing, uh, you know, uh, I lost a lot of the function. And then I started going the surgery bit. So prior to my amputation, which was surgery number 10, I'd had nine Jeez. surgeries oh on, wow. on this foot. So and were they doing debridements when you were having the when you had the open wound? Yes. So they'd go in and they'd yeah. cut the they, skin out. They'd and, take the uh, stuff out. But it was like every time they went back in and did a culture, there was like another yeah. stupid bacteria growing yeah. in there. So did you have MRSA in there or what? I did not have MRSA. Okay. There's a couple other things yeah. that I can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Chlora, flora, 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 Very famous. As we all know. What are you going to get to replace it? Are you going to get a, a, a leg or are you going to get like a flipper? Or? Well, <laughs> well, my friend wants me to get a snow shovel. A snow shovel? Um, <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. So where is it amputated at? Uh, it's right below the knee. Yeah, right below oh, the knee. Oh, okay. It's up here, yeah. so. It's oh, lucky. Knee's oh, right okay. here. Yeah. It's, it's like six inches below the okay. knee. Which still gives you the, does the knee work? 
Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you still yeah. got that, because that's yeah. a huge part of yeah. what they can yeah. do with yeah. that. Yeah, people who have above knee, mm-hmm. are, I mean, that's a whole oh, different yeah, deal. They look at this thing. as like a flesh wound, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, because like, it's like, it sucks flesh, not to right? be able to feel your feet, but it like it's like, you know, most of what feet do is passive. Right. just, you know, yeah. when you're walking. Yes. But knees, yeah. knees yeah. are something you directly control. A whole different thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's a bunch of different options. I'm working um, with a group called the Hanger Clinic in town oh, here. Oh, yeah, yep. And... Um, it, you know, it sounds like you, you get like a temporary leg to start walking in and start learning how to walk again. And then eventually they fit you with what will be your your permanent leg. And then at that point, you know, um, you start working on uh, different legs for different things. You know, you want a running leg, you oh, know, like Oscar okay. Pistorius type thing. Right. Yeah, like the springy. Yeah. 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 You're going to get a sprongy deal? If, I, I think I'm a little bit old to actually be able to run anymore. But I'm going <laughs> to I kind of feel like so. I want to try. Oh, <laughs> I never man, understood why cool. it's shaped like that instead of – is it, like, more efficient? So technically, like, if humans had evolved to have legs like that, we'd be faster runners? That's a good think, question. Well, because it's bent. If, I mean, if you look at a cat's yeah. leg, yeah. it's like that. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's bent like a, a non, uh, non-hominid non leg. Yeah. Yeah, I think just, it's a weight issue and then also an aerodynamic type mm-hmm. idea on it. So. All I know is they're – like ridiculously expensive, yeah. mm. like like thirty thousand dollars for oh, one yeah. of these things. Oh well, God. first off, they're made out of like you know medical grade everything, right? Yeah. And then and costume, completely costume. Yeah. And then like, you add in the markup for you know just anything medical, right? You know. So yeah, I don't know how soon it's going to be before I'm I'm you know Blade Runner running down. Uh... <laughs> you gotta just for your kids though. You gotta get like the pirate peg thing. The pirate peg. <laughs> <Yeah. Halloween. laughs> Just for Halloween. You know, it's funny. The kids have been the biggest supporters of this uh, I'm thing. I'm sure. I'm sure. Because yeah. ever since, they've never known me to be, you know, I'm as active as I can be, but I've right. never been able to yeah. be, like, right. you know, um, super active. You know, I can shoot hoops in the driveway, but I can't, like, you know, I could never play, play with them. Right. And my son, for the last, I had a surgery in August, and he's 12, so, of course, he knows everything in the world yeah. because he's 12. God love him. <laughs> um, every time he go. Dad, why don't you just get it cut off? Really? Dad, why don't you just get cut off? So they're like, Dad, finally. Dad, finally. You, he goes, are you just going to get cut off? And that's all he said over and over and over. And then finally when I did it, he's like, I told you so. I've told been you. saying for months. We'll be back with Chris Eggert, Tom Bernard Show. My pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your MyPillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one MyPillow and get one free online with my code KQRS or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Rudolph, Rudolph, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. Why, why? And if you don't like 
I don't like you, you singing as the Oh, <laughs> I was a singer from the time I was 11 to 19. I'm not saying you shouldn't sing. I'm just saying you don't need to oh, be Dean Martin. So was Madonna. And, uh... <laughs> this is my kids. This is what I get for my kids. I know, right? Great support. Yep. They just basically told me to get my leg cut off. Now, for no reason. <laughs> you know, it's following your kid's lead on the deal. Um, obviously, it's not going to affect your job because you don't do anything anyway. <laughs> I don't, just kind of sit there I and talk. sit on my arse for a living. <laughs> hey, you both do that. Hey! Oh, uh, a little bit different. We were talking about Courtney from channel nine yeah. she's a field reporter mm. so for her it's a diff- whole different oh, deal yeah. because totally oh, yeah. she's got to be out and about and she needs to be mobile otherwise you know i don't i don't leave the building all that often anymore yeah. i wish i could you know how it is it's god awful boring you know yes sitting in the same place day after day and hour after hour you know what they should do is just have like a single tank tread and then you know Replace the foot with that. That would be cool. Yeah. Then a you, tank dread? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Sounds heavy. That'd be yeah. expensive. <laughs> so then you can just, uh, yeah, roll over any terrain. Well, no problem. I am open to all ideas about what we can do. <laughs> as long as you have get a couple hundred thousand with dollars to yeah, yeah. get it done. Damn yeah. it, come forward with the paying you during the time off. Is some kind of <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, though. You're going to have a special. Uh, here's this leg you got to wear. <laughs> and these are the events you got to show up at. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's here with his tank foot. <laughs> that period between when I was a, a child and now, as far as prosthetics are, are concerned, it's night and day. I a remember lot there were guys yeah. in my neighborhood that lost a limb, and it was like, I swear to God, it seemed like they had to swing the leg way out to even walk. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. I, it was, they had to, I mean, it was like, let's take a step here and then swing this way out. Now you can't even tell if somebody has a prosthetic on. Right. No, well, you there can't. are people with, like, wooden, you know, would get basically cut a tree. And yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. They did. They, they yeah. like, handcrafted. <laughs> right. Yeah. And crafted them out of mm-hmm. out of wood, which yeah. is insane when you it think really about is. how far it's come. I mean, my understanding is because of all the soldiers that have come back from Iraq and Afghanistan, mm, yeah. um, and because they've gotten so much better as far as treating these guys in the field, so they're able to survive and they come back. And my understanding is is that the prosthetic industry, because of that, has had to yeah. really evolve sense. a lot too, because these guys are coming back and they're. You know they're big, strong, active guys, yes. and mm-hmm. they don't want to have a you know a, a wooden leg. Yeah, you can't do anything. You know, ever. They want to have the real deal, or, or at least as close as they can get to it. It's, so yeah. it is also amazing. really advanced on weight. You know, yeah. the, on how heavy stuff is. Right. You know, and right. it's been amazing what they've been able to do now versus what they could do ten years ago. Right. It's true. You know? Yeah. There's so. no getting around that. Now, did, is it true that you did you have phantom pain? You know, it's funny that you bring that up. Yes, really? and I have been having it, um, and I really had it really bad two, well, three or four days ago, um, and I guess it, it varies from everybody, and it can be a thing that can go on throughout, I mean, forever for some people That's who've what, lost yeah. a leg, yeah. um, but I guess it's pretty bad in the beginning for some people. Uh, um, Courtney, on the other hand, she said she had hardly no phantom pain. Really? She just had a lot of... Um, uh, muscle aches and um, spasms and stuff like that. But my, it, it was the weirdest thing because it, it felt like my, my foot and the bottom of my foot and my big toe 
were like burning and cramped up. Really? I mean, it felt like it. And then I'm sitting there looking at it, and, I, and I'm <laughs> like, like, I look and see, and I'm like, not there. There's no foot there. <laughs> and um, you tell people Man. that, and it's, I mean, it's the hardest thing to explain. Yeah. But from my understanding is, so they take and, and when they when they amputate the leg, the nerves. Um, nerves grow i guess throughout your lifetime mm-hmm. or they can so the nerves are very confused they kind of grow into this little bundle and and the so eventually they'll get to that kind of a, a a bundle and then some of that'll stop but right away they're very confused because they you know you're feeling pain mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i had one of my friends the other day we were talking about phantom pain and he kind of god bless him he kind of did this he, he he goes well there's not really anything you can take for it because because it means it's not real, and I and I kind of looked at him and I was like, "Well, from the point of view of a lot of pain medicines, that's true because they work on the nerves, right? But there's nothing for them to work on, right? Yeah. Because pain, all well, all feeling really great. is it's just basically a map of your body in your brain, right? And once you have something amputated, that map is still there. Right. So what happens is the brain isn't getting the signals from where it thinks. So it amplifies that signal, kind of like when your foot falls asleep and it's like yes. it tries a lot harder to feel something from that limb. Hmm. Yeah, it'll amplify that signal over and over and it, you know, nothing will happen. So it just keeps on doing it to the point where uh, it creates a sensation out of nothing, like amplifying um, uh, audio too much. You get that static. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a perfect explanation Which, for it. But when my friend said that, I was... I mean, I like really, I was in a lot of pain. Like, I want to hit him. I was like, yeah, You're like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? Like, yeah. I, I mean, uh, it's gotten a little bit better though in the last few days, and that's because I've really tried to stay on top of it on the med. You know, on the meds. You know, and, I mean, there's so much talk about uh, you know opiates and oh yeah, you know yeah. everyone's that's really all everyone's, you can do for it though. Everyone's going to be addicted to opiates, you know, because of all this. But I mean, my doctor's like. He goes, you just had your, it hasn't even been two weeks since you've had your, your leg amputated. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's okay. like, take the medicine. Yeah. yeah. Right. I've been he on goes, Vicodin for like a month before after a root canal. Yeah. And I just really? stopped taking it. It's, I don't know. I don't get what the big deal is. I can't take it. It makes me sick. It a lot literally of, makes it, me throw up. Well, yeah, because you already have vertigo and it, it, it kind of yeah. messes uh, with Yeah, you. I don't like, I only had to take it for my wisdom teeth and I took it once and I was like, no. Yeah, it messes with your equilibrium, which yeah. you already have vertigo. Which right. those, listening at home, the face that she made with that was very good. It was. Yeah, yeah, she didn't like it. Was. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> unbelievable. That was I, wonder, I did not. I wonder, though, if a neurologist can do something with the nerves. Because what they've been able to do with RFNs, you know, yep. to shirt, turn off nerves, I wonder if they can, if, if anybody's looking at possibilities on trying to shut down you know the nerves beyond just the what's being done with amputations there are techniques they're Mm -hmm. weird like if you put like say you get your right hand amputated what you do is you put your left hand in this mirror box which makes it look like you have a right hand okay yeah yeah. and then they'll like you know touch your left hand and then it'll be like you'll think that your right hand's being touched and then your brain's like oh okay it's all right then and then it's i tried that the other night my daughter and i were i was laying on the floor and um i courtney uh brought me a mirror that was her present to me she goes she's like try it good luck um and i and i sat the mirror up and so my right leg was mirrored where my left leg was, mm-hmm. and I was 
I was trying, you know, and it looks like it's there, which is really yeah, trippy, you- weird yeah. too. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm rubbing my knee, and oh, weird. I mean, it didn't. I only tried it once, so it's, yeah, it's, it's not something that work, it's but... something that's. I think you have to do, and you've got to do it for a while. It doesn't just happen. I wonder if hypnosis yeah. would help. Well, it's technically all really just in your mind. Yeah, exactly. Well, it Which starts... doesn't mean you. I mean, it doesn't mean it's easy to fix, right? But yeah. it technically does mean if you can trick your brain into stop misbehaving well because i mean like there are you know monks that can do these like horrible painful where most people would like die they'd be in so much pain and they're like oh feel anything because i'm so zen if you can convince your brain that it's not real then it'll stop like tony robbins might be able to help too yeah Yeah, there you go isn't he like walking across coals and all that crap all the time still do that oh yeah he's all about the show he still does that oh yeah isn't he like yeah, old. he's got to be. Yeah. I wonder. No, he's only fifty-seven. No, he's, really? yeah, he's, totally not he's a giant head too. He's, that's a, like, yeah. he's got a giant he's a head. Big, what is his voice? Is like big, that, yeah. is that a real <laughs> voice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He must have made it to the spotlight pretty early. Though. He must have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have thought he's at least seventy. But Dan's no. read a few of his books. Really? Well, he's yeah, got he, some pot. Yeah, he definitely has. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I wonder if Phantom. He had a pituitary tumor when he was in high school. Oh, there you oh. go. So he grew yeah, more than it. he should have. Oh. Voice, voice I was say, like he's that. like giant. Yeah, he's gigantic. Yeah. Hence, yeah, hence the size and voice. Okay. Huh, that makes sense. I wonder if phantom pain is worse for people. Like you had pain in your foot before you lost your foot. Yeah, right? I was Or is like ask. Courtney just like had her leg kind of well, need like, to be cut true, off so true. she didn't have. And I, and I like, did have. It's weird. Um, By the way, like uh, on. I didn't really, I wasn't necessarily going to, like, put all this out there for the world. I was just going to, like, disappear from Channel 5 and, you know, go sit at home and No, and be, there'll be none of that. Well, you know, it's a social media world that we live in. And yeah. I, you know, I started posting some stuff about it. And, my God, I can't believe how many people I've heard from about it. It's unbelievable. Um, but one of the people that I heard from was talking about, and it was the day before the surgery, and she says, she said, take your pain medicine the day before your surgery. Don't have any pain when you're going in um, mm-hmm. because that, that'll be the last thing that yeah. you feel. Like you connect with having oh, a foot. Yes. Yeah. And in and, and her experience, and she lost her foot, and her mm. experience was that then when you woke up and the foot was gone, that, that wouldn't be the sensation that you would have that you know the pain sensation which is insane yeah well the but difference true. between an amputation and something like what happened to courtney is in your case from your brain's point of view since like the you know brain stem portion of your brain isn't intelligent really it just kind of controls things right so from its point of view one day the leg was there or well, the foot and then you know the next it was just gone so it didn't really understand what was going on whereas with courtney's I think there was so much damage that the brain knew yeah. that it's time to shut off that part of the mm-hmm. body because it's yeah. like you can't come back from that. Yeah, that's true. There is dealing with long-term trauma for a long time because part of the confusion with the brain is they've been used to the ongoing problem. Right. Yeah. You've yeah. had a lot that of too. problems over mm-hmm. time. Right. And so you'll have people who have pain for a long, long time and then suddenly it's gone and the body goes, wait, what the hell? Right. Yeah. You know, where you're right, somebody's completely healthy bang mm-hmm. and you can have a difference there yeah it's like oh my so, foot's destroyed i guess i'll stop your friend or yeah. courtney more for not 
<laughs> I, just, I just can't believe how many people lose limbs in boating accidents. I know. Like, you never... Yeah. My mom has a friend who's double yep. whole leg amputee because of a boating accident. Yeah, it's like, like both sh- of her legs are gone because of a boat. I'm like, never put go on boats. Put a shield on the ever. rotor. How about... I just don't, don't know. go anywhere near boats ever. just the rotor. I, I feel... Like I mean, I feel so... Yeah. And, yeah. I feel so... You know, I feel so bad for her because she didn't... You know, she woke up yeah. And and you know, she well, actually, she was she was awake. She was awake through the whole thing. Oh, she was. Yeah, and mm-hmm. her sister's a nurse or uh, in the medical field, and happened to be on the boat with them, wow. and like helped and got her to the hospital right away. And I, I guess I I don't you know my situation like I made the decision like mm-hmm. I was over it from a mental standpoint. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you were like ready. I woke up, it was gone, and I was like for a second I was like holy crap, it's gone. And then yeah, I was it's like, gonna be weird no matter. What. And then I was like, all right. Let's move on. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And that's you had kind time of the to way. like mourn the loss. Yeah. 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 Little, yeah. yeah. Well, it also was like getting rid of something that has been crappy for a long time. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, I'm, I don't have to deal with this anymore. Right. Yeah. Whereas with her, it's like, well, this, you don't really have a choice. Right. Yeah. It didn't have to like, be like this. Yeah. And I can see how she would look at it like have that. You yeah. John Crease a little. No, but I'm going to hope to Phenomenal. hook up with him because every time, Phenomenal. every time I hear him and I, you know, I follow him on Twitter and stuff. Yep. And, he seems like a super great dude. Great and guy. Obviously, with the exp- he's a he's a, above knee on yes. both of his legs, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to hook up with him and talk to him. about Good. when you hook up with him, tell him to run for governor, will you? Well, he's not, not going, going to. But what? He's not going to. He's not going to. That's what no. he keeps saying. So I don't know why not. He'd be a great governor. Well, I can't he, run anyway. He has a lot of things that would be yeah, good. I can't run anyway. That's the way to go. Way to go, Bob. Way to go, Alex. It was Get Andy that brought it up. Yeah, I just, yeah, I said That's it when funny. everyone else was talking. <laughs> John Creasel, the name is familiar. I know. We've had him on the show several yeah. later. Yeah. We have yeah. that. Yeah. I recognize Was he in a rock war vet? Or was yeah. it Afghanistan? I think, oh, I think he stepped on a uh, mine. No, he, I think he was in a... He was in a tank. He was yeah. in a tank that got shot with a <clears throat> missile, I believe. I had a panic attack when he was on our show. Why? It oh. was like... I, yeah, because he was saying these stories about. Oh yeah, going through that. Stuff. Hang, heads were hanging from trees and blah blah blah, and he was going <laughs> through. How, and I was like, I had to walk out, and I was like, I'm having a panic attack because this is just like. I've heard his, crazy. his story is. Oh, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, amazing. Like, people, yeah, people, breathe. Get, people like, were like blown in half, and he's like, Oh well, I guess my legs. That's not so bad. Yeah, he was yeah. like, Well, I saw some really horrible things that he was like, going down this list, and I was like, Well, I, um, yeah. I can't breathe, and my heart's gonna explode. So I'm going to head out. Well, now be, imagine being 16 years old. You sign up for the military. You go see those things firsthand when you're still a child. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yeah. And that's no. why so many people were alcoholics. <laughs> oh, well, that kind of wraps it up. Uh, Thank you and good night. Sake. Therefore, uh, you know, uh, that's why everyone's a booze hound. That's kind of true. War, yeah. War does that. All right, we're going to talk to Chris more about what what's next. When are we getting back on the air? What are we doing? Be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Silver bells, silver bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Michael Bryant ruining Christmas for all children everywhere. I didn't ruin it. It was funny. All children everywhere ruined. And you're ruining Jerry Vale. We three kings. That was my favorite song of all. Yeah, but you know what? Jerry Vale's Italian. He covered it up. Exactly. Jerry Vale. Jerry Vale. (laughs) Running him in Vales in Italy. Jerry Vale. 
Valentino. Maybe that's what Yeah, I'm it was. sure it's like, yeah, volley or something. Yeah, it's not. Well, how do you spell it? He was discovered it. in a men's room. V-A-L-E. Yeah, was he know. handing out towels or was he, ah, he, was, he was, uh, George Michael? Cleaning and singing at the same time. <laughs> cleaning and singing. Cleaning and singing. <laughs> yeah, there it is. He was born Gennaro Vitalino. Gennaro. Gennaro Vitalino. Gennaro. Jerry Bale. Gennaro wow. Vitaliano. Yeah. Wow. Gennaro Vitaliano. Gennaro. Can't Vitaliano. Get a lot, can't get much more. It, had, it has Italian in the name. Gennaro Vitaliano? Yes. Vitaliano. Jerry Vale. Yeah. I'm just not... Well, true story. John Castino, rookie of the year when he came Clams. in. Playing with the Twins, right? Phenomenal baseball player. Johnny Castino, I'm talking... And he was totally serious about this. He said, yeah, it was, it was kind of a tough deal when my, my family came here from Italy because we had to change the family name. And I said, what? He goes, well, we didn't want anybody to know that we were Italian. And I said, well... What was your name? Yes, yeah. Castagnino. I said, so you cut the G out and you went to Castino? Yeah, because that sounds so German. Yeah. Well, honestly, Castagnino, if you put the Enye in there, you could say you're from Spain. Castagnino, right? it sounds Spanish. And he could be Spanish. Whereas Castino is just Italian. That's Italian as it gets. Yeah. Well, I told you, that's what happened to my family. We are, and the eye got cut off. When they came and you're Yeah. Yeah. Molinari came, became Molino. But I love, Molina. I love Molina. Molinari sauce. Molina, <laughs> Molina doesn't sound Sicilian at all. No. Nope, not at all. Nothing Good about it Sicilian God. at all. They have so their own buca over there, the Molinari Sambuca. They do? Sambuca. Molinari Sambuca. Mm. Yep. I grew up with a kid named Barry Molinaro. So Molinari Molinaro, what's the difference? I don't Plural know enough about singular? Italian. Yeah, who knows? Plural <laughs> or singular? I don't know what the situation is. Um, we were talking about what... What's in the view? When, so when are you going to get get off your ass and get back to work? Uh, I'd like to be back by the Super Bowl. Oh, that'd be good. But that'd be good. We're going to be. They're going to have us out, out like um, Megan and I, uh, my co-anchor in the morning, Megan sure. Newquist. I yeah. think they're going to have us out. They want us to be out like live along the Super Bowl Plaza or whatever that thing is, is that, that they possible? set up along. When it's Nicola. thirty below. Well, there's that. Uh, I joked with her, well, at least only one of my feet will get cold now. Um, yeah, I still don't want to go stand out there. No. Because I won't have a real leg by then, so I'm not really oh, sure. okay, yeah. I'm not really sure. A real leg. I'll never have a real leg, well, but I won't have my uh, prosthesis well, by then, know. so I'm not. Let's, Stem cells. That's true. Maybe yeah, we could, you'll never maybe know. We could grow one. People in 30 years are going to be like, can you imagine they didn't have prosthetics that you could move around and feel through? And it's, it's like, Right. But, That's true. Yeah, what about 3D true. printing? Can they just print them a leg? Uh, well, I mean, it could, if, it if you mean like have. a real leg, then I don't think that's really the right technology to go with. I suppose not. I'd go yeah, with gr- I'd go with growing it over a mesh or something like that. Yeah, that it seems to be sense. where it's at. By the way, Molinari is someone who owns a mill, which Molinari? is a which is a Molino. Oh, so it, it's like a, mo- so, a Molinari where do you get Molina from Molino. Yeah, it's a Miller. Yeah, well, a Molina, a Molina would be the female form of the word mill. Oh, okay. So it means so it means mill. So it just means he's that a Mike lady is kind mill. Of, he's got a lady yep. mill. But, <laughs> Mol- but a Molinari is a mill worker. See. And what's the what's the other one you said? Mola something. Molinaro. Molinaro. Molinari. Well, Molinaro. Well, let's see. Because Molina- Molino is the mill. <laughs> so what's yeah. a Molinaro? We've lost our minds here. <laughs> Molinaro is the same thing as Molinari, just different, different uh, verb Tense. ending or not vowel. That's it. Oh. Vowel ending. That's it. Yep. So, so they both mean mill worker. 
Nice. Ta-da. I told you some story about my brother at the airport. You said there's a lot of reactions to your like. Yes. What kind of things do you get happen? Well, it's funny because when I was just hurt, like I had my ankle, I had eight surgeries prior to all, or nine surgeries prior to the actual amputation. Um, I would sometimes have to go to the store and have to ride around in the little mm-hmm. the little shopper cart oh, yeah. thing. Oh, that couldn't have been and good. dude, people look you up oh. and down. Oh, yeah. Like you're perfectly capable, <laughs> All sir. the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And you get people like, yeah. Yeah, here we go. Mm, yeah, I guess somebody can't walk today, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the, the state fair was the worst, though, because oh, I yeah. it had just had a surgery during the fair. So they had to get me one of those little... Uh, rascal scooter things sure. during the fair and oh my god everyone at the fair like they'd see you you know appear you know seemingly able-bodied man and yeah. i'm dressed up because we're getting ready to go out there and do the newscast right. so i've got like my fancy man at the fair outfit on and oh my god the the like looks people would just be like and the people in the other the people in the in the other the rascals or whatever they were the worst. Really? Like they would give you, you the most judgy one. looks. Like, what do you got going on? Because you don't deserve it. Now, though, that the leg's gone hmm. uh, and I'm out and about, now I just get the little kids just kind of looking like, uh, you know, know kind of like. How many of those people weighed like 450 pounds? <laughs> well, I was going to say, I give, I give those people dirty looks. Yeah. I'm like, if you're too fat to walk, you like, I, you get a dirty look. You're like, come on, it's it's the fair. But, I mean, people are brutal, man. They're like yeah. giving you the dirty look. And you're like, <laughs> like, I really can't. Like, I legitimately can't walk. And the parking, parking's, handicap parking is the same thing. When you get into a handicap parking spot, when I didn't ha- when I still had my leg, but I was you know, using crutches or whatever right. means oh, I was yeah. using to get around. Um, you know, the people just give you like the worst scowl. Like, why, why do people why are always you parking want, there? Why do want people always want to imagine the worst? It's I know. not that you need it. It's like I'm just going to come with the understanding that you're a, a piece of crap. <laughs> well, they did, love you, that. did you have right. handicapped plates? I don't have plates, but I've got the, the placard. Okay, so which as long really, as you have that. Which really wasn't a very good sign when earlier in the summer when I was having my first surgery that kind of started all this, the doctor gave me the handicap plates or the handicap placard until 2029. 20, oh, wow. <laughs> like, I don't see a good future yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, like, oh, your that's future, a, a your future you amputee badge. That's, yeah. a, that's a positive outcome. Yeah. yeah. If I ever heard one. So will you get plates now? No. You'll just keep the placard. I don't want to get well, plates. I don't no. think you no technically plates. need the plates. You don't need them. You just need, no. you need either well, the placard when or I the get plates. the leg, I'm not going to park. When I get the leg, I'm not yeah, going to park okay. handicapped anymore. Yeah. That's how I have, we have, we have a cousin who had a brain injury mm-hmm. from a yep. car accident. And he's like, he could certainly park in handicap parking. And he's never wanted to. He's like, no, I won't do that. I'm going to walk. What it, show was that where they stole the leg? Which show uh, was that? I, what? I'm trying to think. There's a they show within the last year and a half where they I stole the, the gal's about. leg. She had the she had she was a drug dealer and the guy stole oh, her leg. My name is Earl. My name is Earl. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 They also they also oh, did yeah. that on yeah. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first Guardians oh, of yeah, the Galaxy. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was wanted the, to be funny. The, <laughs> the, the uh, raccoon, raccoon. talked. <laughs> The Chris Pratt character into right. taking the guy's leg. I just wanted That's to see really you nice. do it. That's right. really nice. Like, what do you need nice. the leg for? I just wanted to see you do it. <laughs> I got to come up with a better story. I got to come up with a story, though. Like, yeah, you have to come story. up with like, like I've 10 different up. stories. I would never come up with a story that like I was 
in in Iraq in or combat something. or anything. Yeah. No, 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 ever no, in a no. million years. But I knew I do need to come up with something, you know, much more exciting. Just say the raccoon took it. Yeah. <laughs> The raccoon you could tell a little. kid anything and they'll yeah. believe it. You know? I was That's outside true. and there was this giant raccoon and we looked at each other and it just pounced. <laughs> and I shook and shook and shook and the little bastard got me. I think it's very, very good for people listening, particularly people who may be going through something similar to your situation because you don't feel sorry for yourself. You're not going, oh, uh, this sucks. Or You have a very positive attitude about it. You're moving forward with it. I think things like this really, really help other people. They really uh, do. I have been flabbergasted at the amount of people who've gone onto my Facebook page and who have left messages who've said, I actually talked to a guy this morning who is in North Carolina, uh, and he called me. He's 49. He's been dealing with, he had a, he's had a bone infection for like the last five years Yikes. and can't shake it, can't shake it, can't shake it, and he's going to do a... They're going to do a scan, which basically they check to see where the white blood cells are going. Mm -hmm. And if they congregate in a certain place, then that shows, you know, specifically where the infection is. Mm -hmm. And he says, um, he goes, I'm leaning toward amputation. And somehow he saw my stupid, silly little Facebook page and saw it and was like, he felt inspired right. that this was the right choice because, you know, why not just get rid of the problem and and move forward with it and that's i it's kind of the way I, when i approached my wife about it at first mm -hmm. i'm like honey if there's a tree and there's a bad branch and it's hanging over the house and the branch is dead what are we gonna do with the branch she's like well i guess we'd cut it off and i said right why well, it, why so not you Let, should just what, grab right. the butcher knife and just <laughs> you know, my doctor said my, my my wife was asking the doctor something about you know some of the more like the logistics of the surgery and whatnot and and he goes ah you know it takes a couple of hours he goes you know back in a civil war battlefield they could do it in five minutes Hacksaw, yep. yeah. yeah he said but the mortality yeah. rate was about 85 percent so <laughs> yeah he goes, well that was all death. from infections right yeah. right they did they couldn't do anything once the infection got in there right well and stopping the blood in right. some well, circumstances. They tourniquets. You know? if you're gonna cut the limb off a tourniquet it's like you know well the infection thing is a nasty thing and that was a yeah. thing that i just could yeah. never really get past that's unfortunately. why yeah that's why penicillin was one of the greatest inventions of the right. modern era it saved a lot of people who it's like well it's like um the tallest man in the world uh he was like eight foot something he was eight foot four I you think, would think yeah. he would have died because of that but no he died because he stubbed his toe got an infection and died that's, right. that's insane and it's like yeah, yeah today that just sounds like right. silly bob barley died because of an infected toe yeah there you go he did. but, but well, that that's was, because that's he wouldn't take it the rastafarian thing. yeah but yeah in the modern era now uh things that were previously seen as yeah, like, unsurvivable yeah, or like, are like minor little yeah. like who even cares now although yeah. these strains of infections are unbelievable right. well yeah. now you're no. getting like you're super bugs are, and ugh. i know I, super bugs. I was reading a story about this girl that took a flight and she had like a little bit of a bump on her cheek or near her eye or something and by the end of the flight it was like the size of a oh, softball oh, and it ended up being like a super bug <laughs> yep. and she's been on i was like Oh my gosh! Like like Not Mercer good. or something? Yeah, because she because she had scraped her face with her fingernail, and then it ended up just That's this it. crazy. Yeah. yeah, because there are so many antibiotics and stuff in like food these days that we're all exposed to so oh, much. Man. Yeah, we have, a, we have a caller for Chris. We have a caller for Chris. Yeah. Oh. We have a caller for 
Hello. Howdy. Hi. Hey, Joe. What's up? Um, not much. Um, <laughs> uh, you're texting a lot, huh? Who, me? Tom. Yeah. Well, I texted you a lot because when you send me a text, I'm going to respond to the text. But you never did before. I know. And I know. I'm ruined now. You're absolutely because of you and other people. Not you've ruined my life. Were There's you no not a text. Te- were you not a texter? No. I hate any kind of communication. Yeah, the first text from him was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. I, I, I read it to see if Catherine. Was it Catherine? <laughs> I, I don't even text him. Joe thought it was fake that Catherine was doing it. Well, because I usually, when he gets a text, he usually gives me his phone. You never text. I never used to. I do now. That's why I was doing it. You know what I found out about texting that I didn't know before? Actually, if you enter like B-E, it'll put up because, so you can just hit that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just spend all the time spelling, you know, going through all that stuff. Like, yeah, get up there. <laughs> so it all worked yeah. out. It we, all worked we, out. We tried to tell you that, but, oh. I'm not listening to anyone else's advice. Forget it. <laughs> anyway, um... A couple of years ago, I, I used to work out. Um, I had a trainer, personal trainer, and that trainer. Are you texting this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say this without sounding like a dick. Well, that's going to be impossible for you, Joe. Or no, me, thanks. or me for that matter. <laughs> um, the personal trainer I had had only one leg. Okay. And, and it, I watched I watched this dude press fifteen hundred pounds. Oh yeah! Wow! Yeah, this guy, the guy that just deadlifted like three hundred oh, pounds yeah. with one leg. Yeah. It, it just happened again about I uh, saw that a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. We have to take a break, Joe. We'll be right back. Can you stick around right. for like one more oh, fifteen absolutely. minute period? Yeah. I'll be here. This is, that was the end of this hour. I know. Oh. That's why I asked if we could stick around for another fifteen. Okay. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show.